Welcome to the Elite Business Academy podcast, the favorite show for business owners and entrepreneurs to get their weekly fix of motivation and knowledge. Discover powerful strategies on how to build a successful business and techniques to create a positive life. And now here's your host, motivational speaker, business coach, and founder of the EBA, Craig Wilkinson. Welcome to another episode of my podcast, wherever you are tuning in from around the world. I want to say a huge thank you to all of our regular listeners. And if it's the first time you've joined me, I would ask you to consider subscribing on the platform that you're listening to this podcast on. Now, before we get started, I just want you to make you aware of a monthly event that we run for business owners and entrepreneurs around the world. We call it our e be a live event. It's a monthly online event and we've designed it, particularly with the pandemic and everything else that we've been going through, we've designed it where business owners can grab their tickets, come on each month and get some networking, some motivation and some knowledge from myself and some and the guest speakers that we have. It's a unique event. It's absolutely growing in popularity and I'd love to invite you wherever you're tuning in from to join us on our next EBA Live monthly event. So if you look around this podcast in the description, you'll see a link to our EBA Live event where you can go and grab your ticket. Now, this episode was actually taken, the recording was taken from one of our recent EBA Live events. So what I'd encourage you to do is grab a notepad, grab a pen, I want to make lots of notes on a topic and a subject that if you do not get this right, I guarantee that at some point you will become imprisoned, you'll become a slave and you'll become a prisoner within your own business. So grab that notepad, grab that pen, and enjoy. As business owners, there will be certain areas of our business that we really enjoy working on. And that by investing time, effort, and and money into some of these areas, we become really good at them, we become experienced at these areas of this business, and therefore it starts to deliver us results. There'll also be areas of your business that you don't really enjoy doing, whether you find it a bind or you just have fallen out of love with it. And these areas are the weak areas that are holding our businesses back. Let me give you an example. I really enjoy marketing. The area of marketing in my business, I love doing it. I like researching it. I like implementing all the marketing strategies. Therefore, I become good at it and therefore I deliver results in that area. Now, you may well, as an example, be really good at customer service. Perhaps that you are a people person and you go over and above and beyond to deliver the value and wow your customers and clients, and you love getting all of those five-star reviews. Or maybe you are a detailed person, and therefore you love the analytical side and crunching those numbers. And cash flow forecasts and balance sheets and profit and loss statements are really what you enjoy doing. If that's the case, 
we're going to excel in these areas. However, there is always one area of our businesses that we seem to bypass and not invest time, effort and money into. And by not nailing down this side of the business, I absolutely guarantee that you will ultimately become a prisoner and a slave to your own business. Let me explain. There's a backbone in every single business, regardless of industry, regardless of sector, there's a backbone and a structure that underpins and holds your business up. And I call this TST. TST stands for Team Systems Equals Time. Let me say that again. Team Systems equals time and the reason why lots of business owners will never ever reach their full potential and get their business to generate them the lifestyle that they want is because they've never invested number one into their team they've not put the right systems in place to allow them to free up the time for them to enjoy the profits and have a choice or where they are spending that time. You see, most business owners miss out systems, and therefore, because they're carrying all the knowledge of how their businesses run around inside their heads, they have to do everything in their business. Therefore, time escalates, they end up working 80, 90 hours like I used to work, they're staying up at evenings and weekends doing all the work within the business. Why? because they didn't put TST into their business. Now, to understand this further, we need to understand that there are three stages of business growth. Grab your pen, write this down. Three stages of business growth. And right now, you will be in one of these three stages. And what I'm gonna share with you is specifically what each stage of growth is and I want you to work out where you are right now within these three stages. So let's look at stage number one. And stage number one is what I call the honeymoon period. This is where you've got the passion, the desire, the motivation to go and set up a business and you're in your early months or early years as a business owner. And therefore, yes, everything's a little bit daunting. Everything's a little bit moving into the unknown. There's a little bit of fear in there. But ultimately, you are prepared to run through brick walls to get to where you want to be. Why? Because you're a new business, you're hungry for it, and nothing's going to stop you from getting to where you want to be. And new startups or early years businesses, I say and consider as honeymoon period, where everything's sweet and rosy, everything's exciting, the business is not controlling them. They've not become a slave to their business just yet. Everything is brand new and exciting. We've all been in it. We've all set up our businesses and gone through those early years. And we are convinced, we are convinced in honeymoon period that we are going to become millionaires, that we're going to have all this time, that we can go on holiday whenever we want and have this fantastic lifestyle. And this is what we think is going to happen. 
But as your business in honeymoon period starts to grow and your reputation starts to spread and word of mouth gets out there and your marketing strategy starts to work, then ultimately you're going to start to generate more leads. You're going to start to generate more inquiries. And at this point, you think, woohoo, I'm growing my business. I've now got enough business coming in to take on another person, whether that be a, an apprentice or a freelancer or a subcontractor or a full-time member of staff. And you think I've got enough work business coming in to bring someone else in, therefore I'm going to grow my business. And as we now know that when we move out of the honeymoon period into the next period, that is not how it works. You see, as you get busier, as you take more business on, as you have more people to employ, the, the problems, the challenges escalate. And eventually we move out of stage one, which is honeymoon period, into stage two. And stage two is what I consider to be busy, full period. And this is now where you've got maybe a small team, you've got the business coming in, you've got the reputation, you've got the stature, but behind the scenes, you're doing just about everything in your business. You're doing the books, you're doing the accounts, you're doing the recruiting, you're doing the day-to-day -day job, you're doing the invoicing at evenings and weekends, you're sorting out the contracts, you're doing all your marketing, you're making sure your customers are happy, you're making sure your team are happy, you're doing all these things in your business. Why? because you've missed TST out of the honeymoon period. And at this point, this is where you start to fall out of love with your business. This is where your business starts to control you and starts to control your time. Now, I was stuck in busy full period for 10 long years before I realized that something had to change. You see, I was the one that used to go on holiday two weeks a year, just two weeks a year, going away for my summer holiday, and I'd be walking around the pool, I'd be on my, on my phone, I'd have my iPad there, I'd be dealing with emails, I'd be dealing with customers, I'd be dealing with my clients, whilst I'm on holiday, whilst I should have been spending time with my wife and my children, I'm working. Why? Because the knowledge of how my business ran was all in my head. And because I'd not systemized the business, and then brought a team in to run the systems, I'd become a prisoner. I'd become a slave. And I know right now there will be people that are on this session right now that have moved out of honeymoon period and you've now transformed and moved into busy full, where you're doing everything in your business. And the vast majority of businesses will always remain and always stay in period two. They'll move out of the honeymoon, they'll get into period two, the busy full period, and then everything becomes the norm. You're programmed, you're conditioned to work 12 hours a day, five days a week, six days a week. You're conditioned to work late in the evening. You're conditioned to run around like a blue horse fly spinning all these plates. And the sad reality is most people think that that's how running a business is and they just put up with it. Well, that's not how a business should run. A business is a commercial profitable enterprise that provides you with a financial reward and the time back to have a choice on where you want to spend your time. And most people will never get out of stage two. What we need to be focusing on, even going back to the honeymoon period, 
is moving over to stage three. Period three, which is freedom period. And in a freedom period, you have put the right systems in place in your business. You've employed the right members of staff to run the systems for you, which eventually frees up your time to have the freedom and the choice that many of us want and crave. But it's sad that most business owners will never get to the freedom stage because they've missed TST. So what I want you to do is be honest with yourself now and tell yourself, where are you? Are you still in that early years business where everything's still exciting? Or have you now transitioned over and you're in that busy full period where you're doing everything in your business, you're working long hours, you're stressed out at max, you're feeling overwhelmed all the time and you're just putting up with it. Or if you've put TST in, you should have a business that's starting to run like clockwork with a great team freeing up your time. So ask yourself the question, where am I right now? Now, if we don't start focusing on stage three now, whether we're in stage one honeymoon or stage two busy fool, if we don't have one eye on the freedom stage, we'll never, ever get there. So what we need to make sure is, number one, we're implementing the right systems in place and the right processes. And number two, we bring in the right team to run the systems. Check this out. This is the cycle of business. And this is probably what's happening to most people right now. You are the business owner. You've got a small team or a large team, or maybe you haven't got a team yet and you're doing everything. But ultimately, you will now, you the business owner, will be dealing with your team dealing with your customers, dealing with the day-to-day -day running of the business. And if that is you, you have now moved into becoming a prisoner and a slave to your business because your business cannot run without you. No matter where you are, no matter what you're up to, you're always going to get the phone calls, you're always going to get the emails, you're always going to get problem customers and the problem teams and having to deal and babysit everybody. No, no, no. That is not what you call running a business. That is what you call the toughest job in the world. What a business owner should be doing is the following. The business owner should put the right systems in and deal with the team. Let me say that again. The business owner should focus on putting the right systems in place and then delegate that to the team. The team then deal your, with your customers. So your team is the one that's going to deal with all of your customers. Your customers then feed the business. The business then pays the business owner. That is exactly what a, a systemized business does. Now, most businesses will miss out the systems part. They'll get busy, they'll get the work in, and they'll jump straight to team without bringing in the right systems. We cannot do that or you will become a prisoner. And most people said, you know what? I worry about the systems as and when we need to bring them in. I'm just concentrating now on bringing in the business and bringing in all of the leads. We can't do that. So 
If you do not focus on systemizing your business, you will be trapped in stage two forever and you will never ever get out of it. Now what I want you to imagine is this. Hotel change such as the Village Hotel, an incredible example of how to systemize a business. Why? Because the person that owns that hotel is not the person that opens the door and greets you. It's not the person on the revolving door. It's not the same person on reception. It's not the same person that's at the bar or cooking your food or making your bed or the maintenance man. They've got a systemized business that's delegated to a whole team. And their businesses and hotels run like clockwork. Look at Amazon. We can sit on a sofa at evening and we can order things sat on his backside that will get delivered the next day. Think of all the systemization that's been put in place to make sure that you can click a button and then get that parcel the following day. Franchises such as Starbucks is a fully systemized business. When you take a franchise on with Starbucks, you get procedures manuals this deep on how to run that, that coffee shop from top to bottom. An elite business academy is a business that is systemized to holy hell because we understand that if we don't put the systems in place, we're going to become prisoners. So, what are the benefits to you in focusing on looking at the area of systems that's not particularly sexy, but is vitally important to make sure you can grow and scale your business? Number one. If you've got the right systems in place that other people can run for you, your business is going to run far much smoother. You're therefore going to get less problems, less mistakes and less complaints. It will generate a constant flow of profitable leads because you've systemized the marketing side of your business. It allows your business to scale and helps you to grow your business because once you've systemized it, all the knowledge that's currently in your head on how your business works has been put into processes. Your business then becomes a saleable asset if you ever wanted to sell your business, but we need to start looking at franchisable models. Now, I'm not saying you've got to franchise your business, but when you look at the likes of the village hotels and Amazon, and Starbucks and McDonald's and all these franchises, they systemize the holy hell out of the business. It frees up your time then to have a choice on where you want to spend the time that your business is now giving you. But for the vast majority of business owners, they haven't got that time because they haven't got the right systems. So where do we start when systemizing your business? I'm going to share with you exactly what you need to do from scratch to put the first steps in place to systemizing your business, freeing up that time and being able to grow and scale. Number one, here's what I'm going to ask you to do. We need to flow out your business from start to finish. In other words, what happens from when that initial inquiry and that initial phone call comes into your business, whether it's by phone or email, what happens in your business between then and the final invoice being paid and the referral strategy kicking in? 
You see, when you start to flow out your business, you will see just how many processes or tasks there are from bringing a customer and client in as an inquiry and a call lead to turning them into a paying customer. So what we're going to look at is flowing everything out step by step and you're going to be shocked and staggered about how many steps and processes you have to do in your business at any one time. Now, once we've started, what, what we need to then do is we need to think about this in a logical sequence. And what I'm going to ask you to do is this. I'm going to ask you to think about what happens before we actually the job, the contract, the client signed up. So in other words, the before process, which is the phone rings, then what happens, what are all the touch points, what are all the tasks, what are all the processes that you need to go through at that point up until the client says, we want to use you and we want to have your services. So you flow out every single process, which is what we call the before process. Then once we've done that, we flow out the during. Okay, so now the customer or client has given you the nod and they want to use you in your business. What happens during that transaction? What happens during that relationship? Something happens, something has to be done, something has to be delivered. So then what you do is you break that section out and you flow everything out in the during section. Then what we do is we say, right, once the job, the contract, the customer, or the clients had our products and service, then what happens after? Does the referral strategy kick in? Do they leave you five-star review? Do you send them a bouquet of flowers? Do you send them a moonpick thank you card for their custom? What happens after? And we need to make sure that we are looking at our before process, during process, and after process. And once we flowed all this out, it's the first time we can actually see just how many things and how many steps and how many tasks that we have to do in our business just to look after one customer or client. Now, I reckon you will be shocked and staggered because when I take my inner circle members through this process, some of them think, do you know what? There's probably 20 things we do. But in reality, in detail, there can be 60, 70 plus tasks that you go through or your team goes through just to serve one customer. Now imagine having 50 tasks for one customer. What happens if you've got 10 customers and clients on the go at any one time? And they're all either stuck in the before, during or after process. That means you've got 500 tasks or processes on the go at any one time. How on earth can a business run effectively if all of those 500 tasks are either in your head or in your team's head and they are not documented? So what I'm gonna ask you to do after this session as an action task, I'd love you to process your own business from the before, during and after stage 
So for the first time ever, you or your team can see exactly what needs to be done to bring a customer through your journey. Now, once we've done that and we can see the magnitude of all the tasks and processes, the next thing we've got to ask ourselves is this. Listen, if I want to delegate as much of these tasks to other people or delegate these to different systems, what type of systems do I need to bring into my business to be able to look after the vast majority of these processes? And again, I'm still staggered about the amount of business owners that are still dicking around with Excel spreadsheets and cheap tacky CRM systems and Word documents and trying to club things together to get their business to run right. What we need to do is we need to get heavily focused on looking at a specific system that's going to run our entire business from start to finish, where your customer can come in at one end and automation takes over and your system deals with all the different processes in your business. And for any of the manual processes, we need to start up to look at delegating these to somebody in your team, whether that's an employed member of staff, whether that's a subcontractor, a freelancer, or a virtual PA. But if you do not put the right systems in place, and you don't delegate the manual tasks to somebody else, you will be a prisoner and a slave to your business and it will control you. Trust me, it happened to me and I see it happening to hundreds of other business owners. Why? Because in honeymoon stage, all they were focused on is paying the mortgage. When they got to busy full stage, all they were focusing on is getting through that week. And if that's what we do and we never focus on stage three, the freedom stage, we're always going to be stuck in phase two. So, here are three different types of systems I'm going to suggest that you go away and look at. Number one, once you've flowed everything out, you need to look at what's in front of you and you need to consider having a system built bespoke for your business. So you go to a, a, an app developer, perhaps, or, uh, or an IT company, or a systems company, and you share with them the entire flow of your business from start to finish. And you explain to them that we're doing this on an Excel spreadsheet, we're doing this part on Word documents and Google Drive and Dropbox, and you explain to them where you're at. And then what you do is you get this company to put your proposal together to build a system that is bespoke to you and your business that will run the entire business from start to finish. Now, these systems are fantastic, but we've just got to bear in mind that these systems are not potentially going to be cheap if you're having it built from scratch. Also, you've got to remember that as your business starts to grow and scale, the systems and processes within your business will change. Therefore, you're going to have to keep going back to the existing company that's built the system and constantly working with them to build new processes in as your business grows. The benefit of having a bespoke system 
is exactly that. It's unique to you and unique to your business and get it right and you'll systemize the entire shebang. And that's the point we need to be at. Or option two, have you checked out to see if there is an industry specific system that's already been built for your industry, profession or sector? Because sometimes when you do a little bit of research, there's somebody out there or a company that's already built and designed a system that's dedicated specifically to your industry. Now, if you can find one of these systems, bingo, because probably 80% of that system will run your business for you because it's been built with your profession or your industry in mind. So go away and have a look at industry specific systems. Number three, generic systems. And what I mean by generic system is where you are going to subscribe to a system that's already been built. Let me give you an example of one that I use. Active campaigns. Active campaigns deals with all of our marketing. It deals with all of our emails and text messages and all our automation. It deals as a CRM database with all our members' details in there. And we also use it as a sales pipeline. But, but Active Campaigns is a generic system that's been built for any business to use. Now, the benefits of a generic system are the tried and tested, and generally all the bugs and teething problems are out, and it's been used by millions of people worldwide. The downside to having a generic system is it may well only do 60 or 70% of the automation and the processes that you actually want it to do. Therefore, what we need to then look at is bolting other systems on to form an ecosystem that runs the entire business so it can do 90% of the tasks that you, that you need. Now, over the years, I've had bespoke systems built, I've had an industry-specific system when I were in the construction industry, but I personally have opted for a generic system that we can then pull other plugins and other CRMs into to make our eco master system run like clockwork. So they're the three types of systems I'm going to ask you to go away and check out once you've flowed out your business. Now, as we are doing this, I want you to have one eye on automation. Because in today's day and age, with that much technology and that many different apps and different plugins that you can build into your system, you could probably get your system to just do about 90% of all the manual tasks that you are doing right now. I mean, come on, think about it. For those people that are in stage two, busy full territory, where you're spinning all these plates and you've got everything on your head and in makeshift systems, consider the amount of time that you are manually processing all of those tasks. And as I've already shared with you, if you've got 50 tasks and 10 clients on board, you've got 500 things that you've got to remember at any one time. Is there any wonder that sometimes we drop the plates when they stop to spin? 
Of course we do, because we can't remember exactly where we are with everything. However, investing into the right system and then asking yourself, right, out of all of these tasks, what can we automate? And when I talk about automation, I'm on about where somebody clicks one button, maybe on your website, and then that ripples through absolutely everything and eventually creates an invoice in Zero or QuickBooks and automatically bank reconciles everything up. In other words, we click one button and it does 10 things that we've got in our processors. And in today's day and age team, when we've got all this technology at our fingertips, it's an absolute crime for you to be stuck in a business where you're manually or your team are manually having to do everything. The Elite Business Academy is a complete and utter systemized to holy hell business where one thing happens and then automation and our systems kick in and it does 10 other things. That's 10 other things that we used to manually have to do. And if I didn't have a systemized business, I would probably have to employ another two to three full-time admin people just to do all the automation behind the scenes. So what I want you to ask yourself is this, what parts of the whole process from start to finish can I automate? Whether that's an automatic email that gets triggered, whether that's an automatic text message that gets triggered, with a link to watch a welcome video. Congratulations, welcome, thank you for inquiring in our business. All this automation can be put in place if you go out there and you spend time looking at it. But we can't find the right system until we've flowed out every single process because it's that information that determines and dictates to us what system and what level of automation that we're gonna need. Now, I'm gonna share a tool with you that I think is absolutely phenomenal. And I've shared it with you many times before, and it's great to see so many Elite Circle members of ours starting to really seriously invest some time and investment into the systems. No longer are we just looking at the things that we enjoy doing in our business. We need to look at systemizing it so we don't become a prisoner. So this tool I'm going to share with you is called Zapier. I'm sure you've heard me say it a million times. You may well have gone and checked it out but done nothing with it. Go and check out Zapier. Because how we use this tool in our business, it controls everything. So within our business, we've gone for the generic systems. So we've got three or four systems that all together run our business. But rather than logging into one system and letting that take care of that process or that particular part of automation, and then logging into the third and the fourth, we don't do that. We use Zapier which is a little bit of, how can I explain it? It's like a little bit of coding that some clever person's written that will connect one CRM or one system to another. It'll transfer data from one system to another by a little bit of code that's cheap as chips. So although we're using four systems, because we've connected everything up, 
using Zapier and their little bits of fantastic programming, we use one system that talks to all four. Therefore, we click one button, it ripples through all four systems and gives us the results that we need. So, that is what I want you to go away and do, and I want you to do it now. And even some of my Inner Circle members that maybe have gone away and done this in the past, where are we now with systemizing as business? And it's okay being busy, and it's okay spinning these plates, and it's okay you say, listen, I don't have time, Craig, to go away and do that. Yeah, that's because you're in busy full territory. And unless you dedicate the time to looking at the systems, you'll never, ever get out of it. And I was stuck in that for 10 long years, working 80 hours a week, couldn't go on holiday, relationship problems at home, stressed out to max, doing everything in my business. Why? Because it was all in my head and it wasn't in a system. So, the next thing we need to consider when we float it out and we've chosen the right system that we're going to use in our business, is we need to then have one eye on team. Remember, TST stands for having the right team, running the right system, equals your time back. So if we want to have a team that's going to run our systems, we need to make sure that just like the examples I showed earlier, Village Hotel, Elite Business Academy, Amazon, Starbucks, McDonald's, it doesn't matter who they are. They all have a, a, a procedure and a procedures training manual to make sure that when they bring the right member of staff in, they are not going to abdicate the, the process to a new member of staff. They're going to delegate the process to a new member of staff. Now, what I mean between abdication and delegation is this. I, back in the day, used to abdicate, which means I'd be spinning all these plates with no systems in place and no time. I'd still be getting more leads coming in, but I didn't learn. I continued to take more staff on. But because I'd got no time, I didn't dedicate any of the time to train any of my staff up on the processes that I wanted them to do. So I'd shove them in front of a computer, I'd say, do this, do this, do this, do this. listen, I'm off, I've got a thousand things to do. And then I come back a few days later and they've done it wrong, which is then costing me even more time and more money to put it right. We don't do that. Once we've got the right system and the system's running the process, we need to create a procedures manual. So imagine going to Ikea, you go to Ikea, you're going to build a new wardrobe or a chest of drawers. You open the box and Ikea have given you an instruction manual step by step of how to build that wardrobe. Now listen, I'm a joiner and I'm still the world's best joiner, right? I've still got all my tools, but even when I get flat pack furniture, I can't work out how to put them together. So what I need to do is look at the instruction manual. It's the same with your team. If you're not going to document exactly how each system runs and what, you, and, uh, and what you want them to do, then the likelihood is you're going to abdicate and they're going to get it wrong and it's going to cost you time and money. So, what do we need to consider when documenting and creating a manual 
to an instruction manual on how each one of your processors works. So therefore you can bring the right member of staff in, train them up and then leave them to it and then when they do it correctly, that is when you've delegated and that is when you start to get your time back. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to write down everything that you do on that process or take video screen grabs if it's something that you can show on a screen record like how to create an invoice you create that and you document it now a procedures manual needs to consist of the following things number one you've got to have an easy and understandable heading of what that process is which simply could be how we generate an invoice then what we do is we write down in detail exactly the steps that you take to create that invoice and included in the, that description we can have screen grabs or images of each step that we go through on quickbooks or zero perhaps so that they can visually see exactly what they need to do to be able to create an invoice what you could then do is you could screen record yourself creating an invoice and then we keep that recording in a folder so anybody that's coming into your business that hasn't got a clue on how to create an invoice you simply sit them down you go through the written version you get them to watch the video of how to do it and bingo your team member will be able to generate that invoice now I have a little rule and my rule is this if I were to bring in a 16 year old apprentice into my business on Monday who had no clue what the Elite Business Academy was stood for or even did I'd want them to be able to sit at the side of me or a member of my team and then go through one of our procedures manuals and be able to do anything in our business these procedures have got to be idiot guide to make sure that it doesn't matter who's doing it they can fully understand it so number one what's the heading number two write a detailed description number three include any images or screenshots that need to be followed just like IKEA do in their instruction manuals and number four add in any screen records that you can have from you demonstrating or a tutorial demonstrating how you do it now what I'm going to ask you to do is go and check out these three tools that you can go away and use for screen recording because a lot of people now with everything going online and a lot of systems being online there'll be certain processes that you do in your business that's done on a laptop right so you can screen record exactly what you're doing to show other people so if you're a Mac user you can use quick time player that's already built into your Mac it comes pre-installed on your Mac so if you click quick time player it's going to screen record exactly what you're working through go and check out another tool called loom.com l o m loom.com because on loom.com again you can screen your record yourself 
And you can also put yourself in the bottom corner in a little circle so people can actually visually see you on the recording as well. The other beauty about Loom.com is it's got a basic little editing video section built in it. So you can record the screen record, but let's say you cough or you fluff a few words halfway through, or you do go say something wrong, you don't have to record it again. Because once you've recorded it into, into Loom, it pulls it into their little editing software that's really easy and simple to use, and you can just cut the little bits out that you don't want and piece it all together. The third tool that you can use is Zoom. Exactly what you're watching this session on right now. You can do a screen record on Zoom, recording your own screen. So they're the things that you need to add in to your procedures manual. There's one other thing that you need to add in, one additional thing, and that is scripts. So we have scripts for just about everything. How you answer the phone, what you say on this particular call, what you do on this particular call. We've got scripts for everything. We want our phone, we want our team to answer the phone in the same manner, saying the exact same thing. So we've, we've got scripts for everything that we upload and put into our procedures manual. You need to look at doing the same. And I guarantee that if you do not take on board what I've just said and start to dedicate and focus some time and energy on systemizing your business to bring in the right team to free up your time, you will be like I used to be and you'll be a slave to your business forever. Remember team, whether you are in stage one or you are in stage two, we need to be focusing on the final stage, which is three. And I know for some of us that mean, might seem a long way away, particularly for those new businesses. But trust me, if you start to build a business where you're generating leads and you're just taking more business on and you haven't put the right systems in place in your business, at some point that is going to catch up with you and you will be a prisoner within your own business. So, I'd love you to go away and implement what I've just shared with you right now. I've shared some tools that you can go away and have a look at. We've got lots of Elite Business Academy members, Elite and Inner Circle members, that build either bespoke systems that can help you find a, a, an industry-specific system, and we've got members that can help you out with Zapier to hook up all these different systems as we've done and have a more of a generic system. I'd encourage you now to go away and have uh, and take one big step to systemizing your business and getting your time back. So, as ever, at the end of every session that I deliver, massive action equals massive results. And for our members, our elite circle members and our inner circle members, that have already been heavily invested into their systems, they will now start to have a business that's running like this, giving them time back so they've got a choice of where they want to spend it. And I don't know about you, but I didn't set up my business for it to control me and be a slave any longer. Craig Wilkinson, thank you so much for listening to this session. 
Thank you very much. As someone who's tuned in and listened to this podcast episode, you're clearly a business owner or an entrepreneur that wants to develop themselves and their business. Now, I started off at the beginning of this podcast by touching on our EBA live event, our monthly uni business networking, coaching and motivational event. What I would ask you to do now is consider hitting the link in the description of this podcast and going over and securing your free guest ticket to our next EBA live event. Come and meet us all. Come and meet the Elite Business Academy community. Let's get networking. Let's get meeting new contacts. You're going to get a coaching session live delivered from myself and the many guest speakers that we have each month that come and speak on the EBA live stage. We'd love to meet you. We'd love to see you in flesh. It's all done via Zoom. You book on, you check your emails, you get the Zoom links and bang, you're on. I'd also ask you to consider, if you're not already, joining our thriving Elite Business Academy Facebook community. Again, the link is in the description if you want to come over to our Facebook group and join us. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. I hope you've got some real value and it's sort of like giving you a bit of a wake-up call of what you need to do to make sure that you do not become a slave and a prisoner to your business moving forward and we move over and we get into that freedom stage as quick as we can. Thank you.